You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Time now for the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. And Coach, looking back at game one, as you saw it in person, as you reviewed it on film, what was most remarkable to you about Donovan? I think the the variety that, that with which he not only scored but but played, um, and that you know he hit he hit pull up threes um, off the dribble, he got to the rim, um, he made some mid mid range shots, and he also got to the foul line, and he did that you know all the while you know mixing in six seven assists where he's dropping the ball off to other people, so it was it was truly um, one of the, the great performances that I've ever been a part of. If Denver makes a concerted effort to get the ball out of his hands by bringing a second guy to him or blitzing him a little bit, what's the right thing for him to do today? Well, I would, you know, we would anticipate that happening. I think you, um, particularly in pick and roll situations, um, but even if they were just to to come hit him and, and trap him or something, you know, that he comes across half court and try to make other guys make plays. And you know, I think he's, he's going to make the right decision. Um, sometimes that, that could mean attacking uh, the trap. Uh, the majority of the time, he's probably going to get off it and um, let someone else make a play. And, but, you know, we, we need to, to lay things out in a way where our spacing is such that he has good options uh, available to him. And um, it's also, you know, it's difficult to do that in the flow of the game in transition if we can get some stops. On the defensive side of things, what can you do to make Murray and Jokic a bit uncomfortable? Well, that that's the key, you know, and I think you watch the film and, and some of the shots that they made, you know, I, I thought our defense was really good. There were other times where, um, you know, we could be better, but there weren't like terrible breakdowns. Um, that said, you know, when you see two players of their caliber, um, you know, you have to adjust to, um, you know, to make them uncomfortable, as you said, to create a little uncertainty. So whether that means switching or um, in some situations trying to, you know, trap Jokic or trap Murray for that matter, um, you know, that those are things that, that we need to do. Um, you know, we did it a couple times the other night when we had the opportunity, um, but really we need to create more opportunities for ourselves to do that. And, you know, and then, frankly, the challenge becomes those other guys on the glass because, um, they've basically got three guys on the baseline and they all know their job and it's to rebound late. Murray and Jokic are going to make plays. There's been an evolution in pick and roll. I think when we think back of Stockton and Malone, Stockton had the ball kind of stationary. Malone came and set the pick. Stockton rolled off it. Now it's this area screen. Murray's coming pretty full throttle, usually left to right, coming at a pick that's kind of in a spot. How does that make it more difficult to guard this version of the pick and roll? Well, I think for one thing, um, it forces you to pick the ball up higher on the floor, and that was one of the things that we talked about and we really didn't execute because um, you can't allow him to have a rhythm where you're constantly reacting to him, and that's what occurs when um, they're bringing the ball to the screen, as we call it. it it's also – it simulates a handoff or a get action when he passes the ball to Jokic. So it's difficult to keep him pinned on the sideline because if you do that, he'll just pass it and, uh, and back cut. Um, and, and 
then if you're, you're, you're square on him and head up, he's, he's probably at that point going to use the screen. So uh, the variety with which they can get into that two-man game. And you know, the, the hard part is um, you, know, you have a big, in this case a center, that's on the top of the floor shooting threes. And the pick and roll you described was in the, you know, in the deep corner um, and the three-point shot was not a part of it, nor did the big um, handle the ball. Uh, and in this case, you know, either of those guys are capable of handling the ball and both of them are capable of making threes. Interesting. Final one, you decide to start Juwan Morgan. What did you know about him that he'd be able to handle that moment? How impressed were you? Well, you know, sometimes we see a player throughout the course of the year more than, you know, the fans do um, because they're playing in practice and they're working. And um, we've had a lot of confidence in Juwan as the season's progressed, even though maybe he hasn't gotten into as many games. So, this is, you know, this is the situation we're in, and um, the playoffs require matchup decisions. And, you know, as I said, in, in this case, we, you know, we have a lot of confidence in Juwan, and uh, it made sense on a number of levels because we really feel like JC coming off the bench gives us some pop, and um, George as well with his shooting, um, with certain lineups that I think play well together. Coach, thank you very much. Best of luck in game two. Thanks, Luckin.